Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, nothing could be wrong with being with the zombie oh Murgatroyd. My, oh my God. We've been watching the movie Zombies on loop like in our house. Disney's Zombies. Any of you who have children, you are completely aware that there is a zombie movie. And if you're not aware of it, um, I, I want to tell you to skip it, but it's, it's actually, actually really good. It's actually really cute, but this is not why we're here. We're not here to talk about zombies, as exciting as zombies are. We are here to talk about something that I learned from a guy named Garrett White. For those of you that don't know he, who he is, he's created a book and course called The Warrior's Way. And he basically takes men who are a bit of a pussy and knocks the <laughs> shit out of them and turns them into men. Now, can I just ask real quick, are you taking the course? I have his courses and I am taking his course, yes. So- Do I fall into the pussy category? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't actually see you no. as that. Well, listen, I take uh, I, I take all kinds of courses, right? I take, uh, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a master class guy. You, I take listen. information in and do nothing with it. This is what I do for a living. Right, you are a consumer of endless information. So one of the things that he said, I want to share with, uh, with you guys because I think it's going to be powerful. So I'll be doing most of the t talking, Kim, okay? Okay, can I go to sleep? Um, Instagram? No. no. But you can chime in anyway, anywhere that you see us in this story. I want okay? to hear how you see you in this story. All right. So there are four stages of money, okay? Four stages of money that one goes through, and it'll make sense in a moment. The first stage is the hustler. The, and I'll use he in this case, um, just so I don't have to say they or he well, or she. Well, also keep in mind, this course is for 
men. It is four, 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 four men. If a woman was in the course or in one of his events, she'd either punch him in the face or she would cry, right? So this is, the verbiage is not designed for women in this, although the overall riding principles, I think are really good. All right, number one. That was a disclaimer. The hustler, the hustler. So see if you can find yourself, men and or women, see if you can find yourself in this in business. The hustler. He only finds purpose in the build to abundance. Once he's comfortable in abundance, he takes his foot off the gas and he lets it burn back to scarcity. He'll go from comfortable back to uncomfortable. He gets a high off of this. When things are going well, he burns it down to the ground to bring them back to scarcity. Okay, pause. So the hustler, it's not about the money, right? Although he probably thinks it is, but what he's really getting out of it is the journey. It's the drug. It's the the line that he's doing the bump on the way up. Uh, It's the scarcity, the pressure cooker. So um, what did we call that? A stressed achiever? In, in something in another course we did. So the hustler, okay, gotcha. He, still on the hustler, he gets a high off of this. When things are going well, he bur- he burns it down to bring them back to scarcity. And, and, go- and by the way, keep in, that's subconscious, right? He subconsciously burns yes. it down. So, so the way this might look in real life is you have someone who attains a bunch of success and is doing great. And all of a sudden it goes to shit and he's got to build back over. And that's happened multiple times to him, right? But, and he doesn't know why. Yeah, it's somewhere between not enough and barely enough. He's comfortable there. He's comfortable between not enough and barely enough. Scrappy. Okay, I'm going to relax now. I did it because I deserve it. And then he's going to continue to repeat this cycle over and over again. This aspect of you, is very powerful because it can take an idea and just go with it. But big business guys eat the hustler for lunch. Okay, pause. So is it correct that everybody has a little hustler in them or is it just that might be your piece of the pie? Because you're you're going to go through four different ones: hustler, entrepreneur, CEO, and king. Right. If, if you if if you find yourself in only you should have you should be in all of these four that I'm about to give you. You will definitely find yourself in multiple, probably all of them at different times in your business. The point, the punchline of this is you need to be in all of them. And as I get through this, it's going to make more sense. Okay, so I want to pause for a second because I. Saw so much of you in that in the early chiropractic years. And where I think I like, like, think about every time it was like, I'm in, I'm doing it again. We're going to build it up and we're going to go, 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 go. And it was like, it was the hustle. Number two is the entrepreneur. The entrepreneur switches from making money to growing money. It's about sustainability. You go from hustle marketing to advertising and strategic selling. Let's think about that for a second. See, think in your minds, listener, think in your minds of all the people on Instagram who are doing hustle selling. 
You could probably name 10 girls holding their ponytail right now. Oh my God, is, you in the I ponytail. Thing, I got a thing with He's it. Do you know why? With- because it's so freaking contrived and it's so phony that nobody, you don't talk to anybody and they stand there and they hold their ponytail with a well, giant brim hat and angle at you. Oh my and God, go like, I literally just bought a big brim hat. Did you really? Yeah, it's funny. Just don't put your hair in the ponytail. Um, you go from hustle marketing to advertising and strategic selling. He begins to see power he begins to see power in technology and systems, not just wake up, hunt, eat, and go to sleep. He sees this as a way out of the hustle. He sees for the first time that money comes in outside of his personal efforts all day long. And it's when he sees his team doing things that allow the game to grow. This birth requires a learning and an unlearning at the same time. He has to unlearn how the hustler sees the world. The hustler sees it as a game of scarcity and into abundance. The entrepreneur says, I'm getting too old for this shit. Your energy in this stage isn't hype anymore. In this stage, you have something to lose. A wife, a kid, a business. In the hustler stage, you have nothing to lose. You get a high off of this shit. In this stage, the entrepreneur does not want to go back to the hustler. He talks bad about him. This is the piece when you get into, when you get aggressive with your teammates when they're when they're screwing up. This is the piece of you that will go ruthlessly into technology. This is where the entrepreneur says, I don't do technology. You better wake up. You don't do technology, you don't get paid. The hustler doesn't give a shit who he's fighting. He'll fight his MacBook. He buries the hustler and makes him bad instead of realizing that he's the one that defends the gates. I, I, wanna, I wanna pause you there because I, I, like I'm picking up what you're putting down, but I wanna put this into perspective. So I remember the hustler chiropractor, right? You're in. You're the only guy working in the clinic. I'm running in and out of the clinic between my clients down the street, and you're the hustler. You're grinding. The moment you get you get good, you take your foot off the gas, and it dwindles back down. And then you do it again. You do it again. You do it again. Everything switched when we implemented. We sat down. We had stupid idea time. We sat around a table and we said, "We have a brand new baby." We have a teenager looking at college and we are too old for this shit. And so we implemented, we did stupid idea time. We decided to do network marketing as a second income. I did that one, right? So we did the network marketing that allowed you building that six figure plus income allowed you to step out of the workings of the clinic, hire a doctor, implement KPIs and start using your team to drive an income that wasn't solely like requiring you all the time. That's right. And then you began to go in on Mondays only instead of seven days a week. That's right. right. So we began to do that. That's right. That's that's where the that's where the entrepreneur that's where the entrepreneur came in. So now you're now you have two streams of income. All right. Now what? Now listen to. But you're not in the grind of the Cairo Clinic you're, hustling. Anymore. You're not. But let's but let's be really clear that you don't want to lose the hustler. But you okay? also tapped into digital marketing. 
to bring in patients. So right. I, I see so much of you right. evolving from the hustler, grinding it out with a spine in your hand, you know. Now at, here's now at, here's here's what happens. And moving on. The entrepreneur wakes up. Remember, we're in this stage of the entrepreneur. The entrepreneur wakes up to reality that just because you grew some money doesn't mean that you made money. So this is where the person goes, I did 1.2 million, okay? I also hired 17 people. Yeah. I spent $300,000 on Facebook ads. What's your profit? Okay, right? So when tax season comes around, he looks at it and he says, how much am I paying everybody? I'm making less money than I did when I was a hustler. Mm -hmm. The hustler comes in and says, I know what to do, fuck everybody burn this motherfucker to, down to the ground again. I will burn this office down to the ground. I will go back to my backpack and be totally happy with me and my laptop and say, fuck you to everybody. I'm not paying you all this money for this results. And then the entrepreneur comes back in later and goes, hustler, what are you doing? And then they start going in they start saying, look, here's some spreadsheets here's some KPIs, and then you go hustler, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, hustler, until you get even smarter and you hit the third stage, the CEO. The CEO is not interested in growing money. They only care about keeping money. The CEO is ruthlessly committed to managing your hustler and your entrepreneur. The CEO could care less about how much money was sold that year. They only care about what was made, money and profit. The CEO evaluates profits over revenue. They don't care if you made 3 million. What'd you keep? The hustler high fives the sale. Mm -hmm. Got another one, got another one. The entrepreneur is proud of the numbers on the spreadsheet and the KPIs and goes, look. The gross. Look at this, look what we did here. The CEO says, yeah. We're not making money. Now you get to the last one. The last one is the king. Mm -hmm. The CEO reports and works for the king. He was hired, the CEO was hired to maintain profits and to expand profits and fill the vault of the king. Oh my God. The hustler is a soldier that works for the CEO. The entrepreneur is the strategist who works for the CEO. The CEO is the hand of the king. In the king stage, you realize it's not enough just to keep it. I have to manage it. I have to build something that will leave a legacy mm -hmm. and that will last. In quick review, one, the hustler just wants to get paid and he knows he's gonna end up in the grave doing it. Two, the entrepreneur. He's all about growing money, but he doesn't think beyond that. The CEO, he's committed to profits and margins that matter. The king is all about building something that will last. You have to, here's the punchline, you have to activate all four. The king knows when to make a decision even when there's no profit in this. The king says, I understand, but you don't have the vision that I have. So we're gonna take a temporary dip in profits from time to time in order for, to fulfill on a bigger purpose. All four versions 
should be making your decisions every day. You cannot just have the hustler. So you have the, the basically in your brain, you have the Knights of the Round Table going down. Game you, of Thrones. You got Game of Thrones in there. Yeah. And so how, now again, I'm going back to my husband consumes a shit ton of information, but sometimes doesn't put so much of it into action. How do you put that into action? How do you, like, is it like, what would the hustler do? What would the CEO do? What would the king do? Like, well, like, yeah, do, I, do you, I, I, know where, I know where you're going with this. So here's, here's how I see it first. And then mm-hmm. here's how I see it going. Mm-hmm. The way I see it first is it's like turning the lights on and the cockroaches are running. I'm starting to see when I open my Instagram feed, hustle, hustle marketing, hype, hustle marketing, hype, and going, I don't want to be that guy. And I realize- But you have to tap into that. I realize, yes, you have to tap into that. You have to- Hold your ponytail. You have to have, in his case, there's a whole marketing section. You have to, you, you have to be incredibly seductive and relentless and shameless in your marketing. Those are the ones who are successful. That's where the hustle comes in. But if that's all you are, Mm-hmm. then you just keep rinsing and repeating. Recognizing that aspect of my personality when I need to deploy it mm-hmm. and when I need to go stop deploying it and get smart. So it doesn't mean that I don't ever do it. It means that I'm very, very well aware that I am in hustler mode at this moment. Mm-hmm. And I need to make sure, give you a great example. We have a new course coming out, okay? It's already out. Okay, it's already out. At the, at the, at the that's right. We're at the we're at the line where it's it's this is being recorded right before it's about to launch. So, but when you hear this, the course is out. I could easily go into hustle mode, sharing what we've created in the course, and I will because it's important. Because if we don't share it, nobody's going to know about it. Okay. Simultaneously, my meetings yesterday. We're about crafting Facebook ads to automate systems to the course, mm-hmm. okay? On top of that, I need to be very well aware that I'm tracking profits that's related to the course. On top of that, I need to be very, very well aware that that profit is now put into businesses that will automate our life. Mm-hmm. So I am being aware compartmentally, container-wise, mm-hmm. who I am, who I am, how I am showing up in each of these stages that we mentioned for this new course. Prior to having this, I would have stayed in hustler mode. You so well, or, or bounce between that and entrepreneur. Well, yeah, you naturally went from hustler to entrepreneur because this is new, like last week. So you naturally went from hustler to entrepreneur and dipped your toe into the CEO mm. only probably because I forced you. Like I literally, like talk about CEO. So, you know, you're, you got all your KPIs. This is so interesting. KPI, for those of you that don't know, there's a book called Traction. KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. So let's, let it's important that they understand yeah. this. So let's just say that, um, you have, uh, we'll use chiropractic. If you are a chiropractic practice, one KPI, one key performance indicator is how many new patients walked in the door. Another KPI is how many new patients decided to accept care. Okay. Okay. So years ago, if I, if I back up this truck to December of 2018. Oh my God, are you doing the backup of a truck? Okay. If I back up the truck to December 2018, I sat down and it was the end of the year. 
And it was the first full, full year of Rob 100% not in practice adjusting patients. He had a doctor, he had a nurse, he had full staff going. And I did the numbers of how much money we made, which if I was the the hustler, the entrepreneur, the the gross, right? How much came in? And it was it was many, many, many hundreds of thousands. Like crazy. Like crazy. Like going like, we killed it. It it was like our best year ever. Crushing this. Crushing this. And then- The zero started to disappear at the end of the number. and And then I looked at the expenses related to keeping the practice going. And at the end of the day, I looked and I said, I made- I made twice what you made in network marketing as you made in a clinic. And in the clinic, we had so much overhead and we were on the hook for everything and so much liability. And I was like, for this amount of money. And then the hustler comes in and burns the fuck down. And I burned that shit down. No, I. but what I think I did is I. It, there, there was no legacy that we were leaving in this. It was like, this ship has sailed. This is going to make somebody else very happy. <laughs> but it's like the the number left wasn't worth the grind and the stress and the overwhelm and the and the insurance and just all of it. It wasn't worth it. And so that's when it was like, okay, well, we did it. We replaced the income. <laughs> Uh, apparently. And now you get to build something else and you get to build a legacy for yourself and you get to build something that's bigger. And the legacy that I find that we're building it now as the using the king is eventually moving to Italy and buying and taking the money from the hustle and the entrepreneur and the CEO and turning it into an apartment and for our family that will own a nice palazzo in Italy and that will be a legacy and and we will be we will be talking more about um we're moving into uh, as part of this sort of uh, king king section we're moving more into automation so if you are interested in buying or get, or learning more about what we're doing to automate income that comes in every month like like legitimately passive income i recommend you text the word biz b i z to 310-388-9724 now before we leave Sophia, I got some good news for you. Or, or Sophia, we had some good news yeah. last week. Can you tell me, first of all, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So I want to ask you a question. This week, we had a, we had a big win in the, in the family this week. What was the big win for you this week? The big win that I got accepted into school and I was so happy. This school is meant for me. I'm just very happy because it's about being very good. And I just love this school. I'm so, so happy for you. And the school is in which country? Something Italy. It's something Italy, yep. Something Italy. It's something (laughs) Italy. And do you know what the name of your school is? No. Okay. (laughs) I do not. International? International Space. School of? School of? Florence, Florence. International School of Florence. So we are very, very, very happy and we're very proud that you were able to do that. So we just wanted to say publicly and for everybody listening um, that we are very proud of you. And we just wanted to, to, to tell you that. So before we leave, do you have anything that you want to share and or say? Yes. Okay. You kids out there that are listening to this, all of you, I think... 
everybody should have this thing. My dad did a Zoom call with him, and he said, "Last electronic time, we should. Everybody should actually do this because less electronic time, less electronic time, and more what? More family time because we have a rule now that when we do family time." It's no electronics, right? It's no electronics, and you know what, um, Sophia, you did a beautiful job with that. We, I did a Zoom call um, on a, for a podcast that I recorded last week, and um, one of the guys uh, in the podcast gave me three questions, and the three questions he said he asked as a family, we asked those three questions of each other last night, and here's the here's the three questions. First question is, what did I do well this week? What I do best this week. What, what could I, what could I have done better this week? What can you do better? Yep. And what do you have coming up this week that I can support you? And Sophia um, shared that what she wants is us to do family movie night at night without our phones. And yes. if we could not have our phones on when we're with her doing things like dinner or family movie, that would mean a lot to her. So. Um, so that's we have what new you, rules. So we have new rules. As and I have one more question. Yeah. All those kids out there, you should be kind to your parents. You should be kind to them. They'll be kind to you and they'll be really kind to everybody. That's great. So that was more of a statement, right? Than a question. Yeah. That was like a PSA. That was a public public service announcement. Uh, announcement. Okay. Well, that's it, everybody. Have a great week. Sophia, say bye. Bye, everybody. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.